What's up, fine folks? Welcome to Quick Check, episode 31 of Double Tap. I am Jay. I'm Tanner. Tanner. We don't sound sick anymore. We don't. We don't sound like we have allergies. And even though the weather has still been a weird roller coaster, yes, uh, it's inexplicably like 40 degrees today. Yeah. Uh, It doesn't fit. This is, I thought about this before I rang your doorbell. It's a warm 40? Exactly. (laughs) It's exactly what I thought. When I I went outside, I was like, oh. I saw, I was like, oh, shit, it's 40 degrees outside. I knew it was going to be cool. Yeah. And I walked out and I was like, it kind of feels nice. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those days of like, if it was f- like five to 10 degrees warmer, you'd be like, oh, it's a nice day. Yeah. I could go play golf, do whatever. Right? Yeah. And it, with this, it's like, oh, it's just a little brisk. Yeah. It's uh, deceptively cold. Yeah. Because you go out and the sun's shining and it's, you know, very uh, just simple, nice weather everywhere else. And it's just a little bit too cold. Yeah. Which is, that tells me that spring may finally be here. It's like, oh, it's cold, but it's not winter cold. Yes. You know? Yeah. Anyway, there's your Kentucky weather report today. There's always a weird one. Today we take flight. Beer is called flight. Yingling flight. Uh, this is basically just Yingling's version of every other light beer, but I think it's my new favorite of the like pretty typical light beers. Oh, it's very nice and crisp. Uh, there's no fun, uh, no fun write up on it. However, it does just say the next generation of light beer, so. and it's a very cool like Yingling. Okay, so my understanding is that Yingling is a very East Coast thing. Yes, uh, I, think I think it's so. a Pennsylvania uh, brewery. You couldn't get it here for a long time. No, it just came around here five years ago. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Um, but this is, in terms of their their branding, has always been very like oh, old retro, like yeah, seventies, eighties, and then this is very like modern. Like yeah, smooth. it's very. Uh, I'm not a. He's a graphic designer, not me. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, that's that's a good way. It's very minimalist. It's yeah. just it's just kind of a white can with some wings, their logo, and a stripe that says "Flight." I like it. Yeah. It's, it's very to the point and good for warmer weather. Mm-hmm. Tanner. Yeah. Uh, we just talked to each other. Very we literally <laughs> said what we were playing <laughs> before I cut you we off. We didn't go yeah. into any details. So you've been playing Horizon. I have. Tell I'd, me about. I'd it. say I'm probably. 10 hours in now okay so you're you may have passed me i'm curious probably not okay. uh because i just did i ended last night's stream i'm playing this only on stream so everything takes longer than it would if you were just playing it like you know mm. uh, in the living room or something uh i just <laughs> got my first tall neck okay so i've been doing some side stuff kind of taking my time with it um but i'm assuming i have seen the thing you were talking about uh was it the embassy no. Oh, okay. So interesting. Or the embassy being the thing where like you meet the other tribes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That no, that's not what I was. Talking okay. Because that okay. was a pretty momentous, cool. It moment. was. It I, was cool. I liked that moment uh, a lot. I'm not. And that's I'm try, sort of the try not to spoil. Yeah, and that's the moment that introduces you to the full on Forbidden West open world. Yes. Um. No, that is not the moment mm. I was talking about. So. Okay. I'm good inter- to know I'm, that you're still not there. Yeah, I'm interested uh, to see what that is. Uh, and really, there's when I think back. Well, the moment that I was referencing leads into the moment that I was referencing later where, like, you get, your mission structure gets split off. It's like, okay, now you kind of go do one of the missions of your choosing. Right. Uh, but, yeah, no, you have not hit the thing I was talking okay, about. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, so, my my advanced sort of takeaways from last, last week. Uh, love, love, love the character-to-character interaction in this game. Mm. It is so much better than the first game. It's one of the best, as far as open-world games go, I think maybe the best as far as, like, Aloy talking to another person dialogue yeah. that I've seen. Like all these people feel real. Um, the anim, the, like the facial animations and just the whole, actually the entire like character animations. Cause I've noticed the body hair 
mm. on people, like especially like on the on the men, um, looks insanely realistic. Like there's arm hair. Uh, one of the guys had like a happy trail. Like it was it was kind of uh, I've never seen that in video games before. Like sure. just being able to see individual body hairs. Um, the game looks beautiful. Really loving the just moment to moment combat too. Mm. Like now that I've gotten. Because starting out, you basically just have a bow, yeah, uh, and then you kind of get more tools as you go along, and that helps you fight the enemies in different ways. They have different weaknesses, just like the first game. Uh, really love sort of the the puzzle side of it in real time, where you're like, okay, if I could get them to come into this trap, then I can shoot them, then I can, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, the other main takeaway is that I've just been saying this game is really good a lot while yeah. I've been playing it, which is always sort of an indicator to me of how much I like a game. I feel like... Every time I stream a game, I'm like, oh, my God, this game's awesome. And I say that a bunch. We're in a good spot. Sure. So really liking it so far. Obviously, not super far in still, but yeah. uh, really enjoying it. Which that speaks to our, like, I wouldn't consider myself just a mainline quest person when it comes to open world games like that. Sure. But I'm probably less of a side mission hustler than you are. Mm. Um, I sort of mix and match. Like, yeah. I'll do a few main missions and I'll, like, do a couple side missions. But then I'll always return and do a few main missions in a row. Um but yeah, I'm, that's curious because I know I've probably played less hour wise than you, even though I've huh. gotten to that story beat. Yeah, that's uh, which funny. Kind of, which is what puzzles me. But there's so much to do in that game that it's not really that surprising. Have you uh, have you played the board game in this game? No, not yet. Okay, it's called I think it's called Strike. Maybe it's it's basically not in the way it plays, but functionally serves as the Gwent of this game, where there's like yeah. you know another game you can go play. Yeah. Uh, a buddy was telling me that it's basically Baby Fire Emblem. Oh, it's kind of like somewhere between like chess and Fire <clears throat> Emblem. It's kind, of, it's pretty fun. I, I've enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I would say I'm not. I'm definitely not like a completionist. I'm not a person where I have to do all the side quests in the area, then I can do a main quest. Yeah, but I'd say percentage wise, I've been like at least fifty fifty, if not leaning more toward the side quests. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm enjoying taking my time with it. Yeah, and I like to sort of. I like to have side quests left to do after I beat the main quest. Sure. Because then if you beat the main quest and you're over the game, like you're like, okay, I like this game, but I'm kind of done with it. You yeah. don't have to do everything else and you don't feel like you've wasted your time. Right. Um, but if you're just loving it, you're like, oh, I've got more game to play. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah, it's totally fair. Uh, and you've, so you've been playing only pretty much Horizon? Uh, Yeah, I think so. I think that's the only game I've played. You've been playing... Only one game, too, and it's Elden Ring. Yeah. I'm about 60 to 60. I think I'm about 60 hours in now. Wow. Um, Percentage-wise, where would you say you're at? Do you know? I would say about 80. Oh, okay. 85. All right. I'm in what I would call, I maybe have just started the, like, in-game. Sure. I haven't beaten the actual main, you know, I haven't beaten the last real boss yet. Okay. And there might be a couple of bosses in my way before I get to that point. Right. That being said... Um, I'm ready to say that Elden Ring is a 10 in my book and it's already pretty much going to establish a place in probably my top 10 games of all time. Wow. Um, wow. It is going, unless something really weird happens in the last couple beats here, it's going to be my second favorite FromSoft game behind Bloodborne. Whoa, okay. Um, so it'll jump It'll jump Sekiro? Sekiro. Okay. Um, and I love Sekiro. I've said that Sekiro has my favorite combat in a game. And like that's the thing that if I had to if you were making the argument for Sekiro to be a 10, mm -hmm. which I give it a little less than a 10 sure. personally, but the combat is so damn good that yeah. I would not begrudge anyone giving it a 10. Yeah. And the combat in this game is not the differentiator because it's just 
basically Dark Souls. Right. If you like Dark Souls combat, you're going to like the combat in this game. Yeah. It's just the world. Mm. And the consistently surprising nature of the world that is just almost unlike any game I've ever played. Um, There's really... I can't articulate just how interesting and cool it is to find new places in this world that you weren't expecting. Now, and I want to put this out there. I know where the... I know pretty much all the bosses that I still have to fight. I reached a point... And this could be sort of, and I don't, I don't want to be sort of saying that you should seek help in this game. <laughs> okay. But I don't want people out there to think that, like, if you've played this game, and this game is so dense and so there's so much stuff to it, I don't want people to feel bad if they resort to, like, okay, I need a little bit of direction as gotcha. to where I should go next. Yeah. Or some understanding of what I should do. Um, because, like, there was one point in the game where I was like, okay, I've reached... There's an area that seems to be right in front of me that is basically inaccessible. But it seems like there could be like three or four ways in. So I don't know if there's a different way in. Yeah. No, it turns out there was only one way to get in. It was by beating this certain boss. But it was not in a typical boss arena. So I was like, I don't know if this is the right way to go to get in, if there's another way. Gotcha. So like, don't be afraid to seek hints. Yeah. It's not like there aren't, you know, the nature of FromSoft games, they love to include like the player oriented or player created messages in the world finger butthole or whatever exactly. try finger butthole. try finger butthole. Um, try jumping after every clip <laughs> uh, yeah so it's the Hidden game wall. itself builds in the sort of mechanism for you to get help from other players because it sometimes is helpful what people leave behind sure um but this just seems like a game that has created such a conversation yes and like everyone has played it and everyone is talking about it that it's almost a collective experience in a way that I've never really seen a game be before. Yeah. So I'm taking in the experiences of other people and almost like, okay, I got this far on my own and now I'm ready to sort of accept the wisdom of the crowd to get me to the finish <laughs> right, line. Right, yeah. Um, which is really cool. Uh, you going to say something? Yeah, I was Go just going to say that's one of the reasons that I've got, I've, I felt okay delaying playing Elden Ring so that a few people in the community would know what's going on. Yeah. So at any point, because I feel like with FromSoft games, the fun of it for me is more the boss fight side of it, or yeah. at least, you know, the, the combat side of it. I've I've never really loved the I don't know where the fuck to go sure. side of it. So I always like having someone I can be like, you know, not all the time, but if I get lost or if I'm just hitting a wall, I'm like, hey, can someone just point me the right direction? Yeah. I'll go there. Um, so it's interesting that you're having that experience, but not even in a streaming aspect, just like, from I mean, the internet. It's taken over my TikTok. It's taken over my right. YouTube. Like it's yeah. just everywhere. Um and there's a point and I I recommend going into the game as media blackout as you can. Yeah, which is what I've done. And then you know, exploring to your heart's content. But the moment that you start to feel bogged down by either the amount of stuff that you have that you could do or you just reach the point where like, okay, I just need to know how to beat this boss to progress. Yeah. Don't be ashamed. Right. I've, had, I've done it a couple of times. Uh, there's a boss that's, let me just say, I'm dreading. Oh, no. Um, a boss that I know is out there that is not mandatory to beat the game. Okay. Of which there are so many bosses that are in this game that are not mandatory to beat the game. That yeah. It's ridiculous. But I would feel like I was cheating myself <laughs> if I didn't at least try to fight that boss. Now, have you platinumed every FromSoft game? No, I've only platinumed Sekiro and Bloodborne. Okay. Now, this is I'm glad you brought this up. The reason that I haven't platinumed 
the Dark Souls games mm-hmm. uh, is primarily because I never play the games with a magic build. Right, and, the, and you have to, to get like all the spells. You have to or literally something. find like every different type of spell in yeah. the game because those are trophies. Yeah. Um. This game does the build variety better than any game that they've ever made. Oh wow. Um. And in fact, I've just. I mean, I am a melee user to the core. Sure. And in Bloodborne-ish fashion, I rarely use a shield. Yeah. Um, I'm mostly just a dodge roll to evade attacks. I rarely try to parry. I rarely try to just block. Yeah, same here. Um, For the first time, I have tried to incorporate a different element into my build. Okay. Um, And I think this is a... Yeah, this is an element in other Dark Souls games where there's, like, the blood loss mechanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, some enemies, they have, like, weapons that implement, like, you know, your little status bar, and it's usually, like, a blood, like, red drop, and then it builds, and if it builds all the way, it takes, like, a giant yes. chunk of your health. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And in this game, and I think in those games, too, you can do that to enemies. You can have oh. weapons that have bleed as, like, a element sure. to them. yeah. Uh, instead of just going full basic, you know, melee... I have found a weapon and upgraded it fully that does bleed damage. Mm. And the bleed elements and like special moves use the blue bar, your FP, your focus points okay. that typically are reserved for like magic and stuff. Sure, so you're mana um, basically. So I'm having to basically, for the first time, think about that bar. I had completely <laughs> ignore that bar in other games. Right, yeah. Um, but I mean, and there's a, another great thing, and this is another awesome thing that they included in this game there is a mechanic you have to get to a certain point in the game to unlock okay but as long as you do you can go find a consumable in the world and then you can respec your character at any time oh that's awesome you can Whoa, you have that's to spin cool. this consumable and this consumable is apparently not limited it can be found it's just rare right and for those of you who don't know by the way respecing is when you change all of your base stats yeah because I'm level like 120 okay um and so I, when I hit, like, level 100, I was like, I found this weapon. This weapon is apparently very good. It does the bleed damage. I'm going to respec and add to my, I think it was Arcane. Sure. You know, one of the things that I would never normally touch. Yeah. But I need to for this weapon. And this weapon scales with Arcane. Mm. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to go. And then I respec. And now this weapon is doing more damage than my previous melee-only weapon was. Yeah. Uh, but then if you want to go all magic, there's builds for that. If you want to go... Anywhere like a paladin type build where like your magic but your melee and you're like incorporating magic into your weapon, you can get all sorts of varieties. Like it's insane. And even some of the builds that aren't functionally good but aesthetically cool, I've seen people do. (laughs) Okay. Uh, There's a build, uh, the weapon I use for a long time is the twin blade. Mm -hmm. Picture a double sided lightsaber but metal. Nice. It's that sort of, you hold the hilt and then there's a blade on either end. Yeah. But people are building it. And then applying like a red buff to it and making like Darth Maul. Like <laughs> that's cool. And it's like really cool. So yeah. there's a lot of possibilities like that. Um so yeah. Uh I think I noted it in my I went back to my top twenty five games of all time. Right now I'm tentatively placing Elden Ring at number eight. Whoa, already. Uh, yeah. Wow. And because I know I'm gonna want to play it again and maybe wow. with a different, more unique build. Yeah. It's because if you plan that from the beginning, it just benefits you that much more. Sure. Uh, Man, I'm so excited to play So, it. and again, I don't want to overhype it for anybody. No, no, no. I love these games, so yeah. it was no surprise I was going to love this game. It just does certain things so different well, from the rest of them. That's what I was going to say. As someone who has played my fair share of them, I've only not played Dark Souls 1 and 2, yeah. uh, your excitement for it has gotten me excited 
in a way that like I was already excited for the game, but I was like, okay, Horizon's out first. I have to finish Horizon before I can play Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Like that's just the rule I've made for myself. I don't want because I know if I don't, I'll do what you did and just put Horizon to the side yeah. and, fin- and which play that it. was sort of I knew that's what I was going to do going in. Sure, was like, yeah. Unless Horizon just come ha- somehow like left hooks me and just pulls me in. Right. I was like, as soon as Elden Ring comes out, I'm playing it till the wheels fall off. Yeah. Um. But no, the the excitement isn't just. This game feels so different, even from just hearing your account of it, from all the other Souls games, that I'm so excited to experience how it's different. Yeah. Um, and, like, even you all you talking about finding a new weapon and trying that out, of course, Sekiro was the last, well, Demon Souls technically, but uh, when Sekiro came out, obviously you can't change your weapon in yeah. that. So I'm excited to even try new weapon builds again. Oh, like, yeah. That seems like a new experience again, so I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah, so can't wait for anyone out there who hasn't experienced it to do so. Yeah. Uh, and I'll talk about it a little more, actually, in one of our news stories, but let's oh. move on to the rest of those. The okay. biggest of which, PlayStation Spartacus's reveal is imminent. Yes. Uh, reports from Jason Schreier says that it could come as soon as this week, so it's possible by the time that this podcast actually releases, yeah, we know out. a lot more uh, whether it re- actually like rolls out or not, or whether we just know the details to be determined. Yeah. Um, but we are expected to know a lot more about it very soon. And I'm anticipating buying it day one. Me too. Yeah. I, I doubt there's a, unless it rolls out just as like as a PlayStation plus collection plus, and it's like four more games or something. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll both buy in. So this is going to come into our big topic. If yes. you've seen the title of the episode, obviously you know that already. Uh, but some questions I have for you outside of what games do you want to see on it? Cause that's sure. kind of our big topic price point. Yeah. What do you think it's going to be? What do you want it to be? Well, so obviously you want it to be free, but yeah. <laughs> that's not going to happen. You relate it. I mean, standard game pass is $10 a month. Correct. And then there's ultimate, if it's just 15. on console. Yeah. Right. Or just on PC. Um, I mean, you have to assume it would be relatively the same price. So yeah. I'm assuming $10 a month. Cause like, a year of plus was always 60. Sure. So double that price for a year, combine the two services, seems reasonable, you know? Do you think, I'm assuming, what do you think becomes of PlayStation Now? I think they're folded together. I think so too. Yeah. I think PlayStation Now ceases to exist. Yes. Do you think, excuse me, do you think there is a, there is a, like, you are a, you have nine months of PlayStation Now left. Here is three months of the new service. Do you think they'll do that? Because I think you kind of risk pissing some people off. That's true. If they just got a year of PlayStation now. You know what? Yeah, I bet that they... Here's what I I would bet happens. My assumption is that PlayStation Plus has a wider subscribership than PlayStation Now. Without a a doubt. So I don't think they're going to feel as bad pissing off the PlayStation Now people. Mm. So my guess might be that PlayStation Plus subscribers get this service for free until their subscription runs out. PlayStation oh, now really? subscribers, maybe you're out of luck. Oh, see, I, th- I would see it going the other way more. Really? Cause PlayStation plus. So on Xbox, if you have game pass, that doesn't mean you have Xbox live mm. um, there. I think ultimate includes both. So there's a way to bundle them, but yeah. Uh, PlayStation now. Cause I like PlayStation plus still serves a purpose outside of whatever this Game Pass thing is going to be. Yeah. Right? It's still access to it's live, online uh, access. like online games, and, you know, you have your monthly games that are going to be separate from Game Pass that you're going to own as long as you have a subscription. Uh, like with Game Pass, if a game's not on Game Pass anymore, then you can't play it. Um, so, 
I would think, but if if this is going to be, and the only thing we know is that it's going to be similar to Game Pass, if it's a one to one to Game Pass, it's going to cannibalize PlayStation Now. Sure. So I think because Plus would still have, there's still a reason to have Plus outside of the game library, and PlayStation Now, the only reason to have it is the game library. Mm-hmm. I think they might be more likely to say, no, I don't think it's going to be one to one. I don't think it's going to be like you have a year of Now. You guess what? You have a year of, of Spartacus, whatever they're going to call it. Um, it's not going to be called called, called Spartacus, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, maybe it's three months or, you know, all PlayStation Now subscribers get a free month or something like that. I feel like they're going to do something like that. But the counter argument there is that you don't get any, or at least until relatively recently, you didn't get any additional benefits for having Xbox Live. Now, they did, they sort of aped the PS Plus model yeah, of like two free games a month. Games with gold. Much yeah. more recently. Yeah. Um, it's been a couple years ago now, I think. Yeah. But that's sort of been PlayStation Plus's thing from the beginning. Sure, since the um, uh, since the network outage in yeah. like 2014 or whatever. And since the PlayStation Plus uh, collection is still linked to Plus, you don't need now time. to access those like 10 whatever games. I still think arguably Plus is a better value proposition than now. I know now oh, has a lot more games. Agreed. But not a lot more games of good quality or, you know, good value, whatever. Sure, yeah. Um, and I just think the PlayStation Plus brand is so much more recognizable that I still wouldn't be surprised if they just fold now into Plus. The new service is just like Plus, but new. Yes. PlayStation yeah. Plus. Plus. Plus Plus. <laughs> PlayStation Plus Plus. They'd still just call it PlayStation Plus. I wouldn't sure. be surprised if that happens. No, so, me neither. Um, yeah. Super excited. Hoping not to be utterly underwhelmed by whatever their lineup is going to be. Me too. Which uh, we'll talk about more. Definitely. Later in the show. Speaking of more PlayStation news, okay. uh, PlayStation has officially acquired Haven Studios. Yeah, I saw this. Uh, Jade Raymond's nude venture. Uh, she had previously helped pioneer the Assassin's Creed and Watchdog franchises. And now, this is almost a year to the date removed from when they had announced sort of like a second party partnership with Haven. Like that Haven was planning to release like a third person or triple A like multiplayer game on PlayStation. That's right. But I now they're officially first party. So that tells me that whatever game they're working on looks promising. Sure. Because they want to just go ahead and, you know what? Like, we think this is going to be good. We want to own you. Here's your money. Let's do it. Um, Yeah, good for them. Again, it's kind of hard to try or hard to judge Haven because we don't know anything they've ever made. Obviously, Jade has a lot of of good quality titles behind her. But, you know, we've seen so many studios with, like, one lead person. Yeah succeed and not succeed so i hope it's good i obviously this is a good sign this is sort of the opposite of uh oh what was the name of that game it was the indie game that was going to be a playstation exclusive and then wasn't and they took away the ps5 units do you remember this yes but i do it's not like remember which Greek, game you're talking it looks like about. it's in like greece it's like a puzzle game, kind of Zelda-like, but it's like more painterly art style. I know what you're talking about, but for the life of God, me, I don't remember the name what the game, game is. I'm going to look it up. Okay. You you, you uh, shed some light here. Uh, yeah, I'm sort of... I don't know. It's hard to be optimistic because my gut is like, okay, if Jade Raymond, with her experience at UB, is going to do something in the same vein as AC and Watch Dogs, and my assumption, based on all the reports, is that they want to do a AAA multiplayer open world you know something in the same vein as those games you know what that sounds like to me watchdogs legion <laughs> it does and, you're and, right you know that didn't go over super well uh with the public so hopefully my take is that playstation sees enough in this game from the early 
you know, idea stages and maybe early alpha builds, whatever, to say, oh, this is going to be successful. That's why we want to buy you. I hope that that's their yeah. play here. And I mean, that, that would be the most obvious rationale yeah. as to why they would buy them. Uh, Rhyme was the name Rhyme. of the game. Uh, so, yeah, if you didn't know that story, it was going to be a PlayStation exclusive. Uh, PlayStation went and visited them or, you know, whatever, saw the game was like, you know what? We actually don't want to fund this anymore. Give us our dev kits back. I don't yeah. know if all that happened, but that's what was the report was. Um, but apparently Rhyme was still decent. Yeah. So they must just have a really high bar for quality. Yeah. And my other take here is that, con- you know, compared to what Xbox's acquisitions have been late- lately, uh, Haven was probably pretty cheap. Yeah. Uh, you know? <laughs> Very true. So for hopefully what could be a game that uh, reaps a lot more rewards than it costs to acquire the studio. This was probably a good financial move. Yeah, you can buy a whole lot of havens for an Activision. Absolutely. You can. <laughs> uh, next up, and I've re- included this for once. There's a lot of good game releases in the last couple Ooh, weeks. Okay. Uh, so I've just included a little bit of a review rundown. Oh. Uh, three of the big games that have released in the last few weeks and their Metacritic scores. Okay. Just to give us an I idea. Like this. Uh, apparently, Kirby in the Forgotten Land <laughs> is great. Yeah, I saw this. Uh, has a Metacritic of 84. Plenty of nines from major outlets. Wow. So good for me. Yeah, you're, uh, you're just so excited about Kirby being uh, back. And I'm not even probably going to buy this game. You know? <laughs> uh, haven't touched my Switch in months. No, uh, me neither. It's right there. I'm just happy that my boy Kirby is getting some love. Yeah. Because I've always loved Kirby and Kirby games. Have you seen at certain Targets... You know how a Target has the big red ball on the outside? I did see they this. They skinned over it with Kirby. So wait, that's like an official thing? I think so. I hope so. I, I didn't know I, if that was someone who just did like... Wait, so it's like a like a fabric? Yeah, it's like a... Oh. Like a... Yeah, like an umbrella cover kind of or thing. Or like a seat cushion... Or a seat cover? Couch <laughs> cover cushion? <laughs> Keep trying? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so this is from Nintendo Life. Random. Everyone's everyone wants to steal Target's new Kirby balls. <laughs> this is what they look like. Yeah, they, they look like they're some sort of polyester, maybe. Yeah. Because um, at first I saw that and I was like, oh, someone just did that. Oh, but I like, like a, that it's like more a, of an official like campaign. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, next up, predictably, Ghostwire Tokyo is unsurprisingly mid. <laughs> Metacritic seventy five. I've seen some promising things from this. Some people love it. Uh, I forget who it was, and I forget the exact combination of games. But I saw someone say that it was like Yakuza meets Dishonored meets, um, I think like Silent Hill, maybe. Like it's an interesting yeah, yeah. place to live for a it video is. game. Uh, I don't know that I'll be playing it anytime soon. No, unless it were to come to like a, a PlayStation. I'm not Plus getting until it it's free. Yes, <laughs> uh, but it looks interesting. Interesting enough, especially yeah. aesthetically. Like, I did like the <clears throat> sort of neo-noir, futuristic, ghostly stuff that it had going. It was cool looking, but... Oh, Bioshock was the other game that I saw it being compared to. Yeah, well, I guess... Which I get. And it relates to the, you know, Dishonored and Bioshock are very one-to-one sure. comparable, so yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Um, but yeah, I've seen some gameplay clips. I was like, oh, this looks more fun than I expected. Yeah. And then Tiny Tina's Wonderlands <laughs> is about what you would expect from a Borderlands spinoff. Its Metacritic is an eighty. Right I was now. gonna, I was gonna guess an eight. That's yeah. dead on. Like they yeah. put out good games for the people who like those games. Yep. Uh, I will say I, I do like this idea. We've talked about it a couple times now. I think with, uh, I think we reacted to whatever show it was revealed on. Yeah, we did uh, some E three show. Um, I like that they didn't just go here's another DLC, but as a, you know, $40 game, I like that it's conceptually a little different. Yeah. Um, and seems pretty creative. So. And for as zany of a universe, they can really get away with yes. that. Yes, yeah. You don't release a game called the pre-sequel without <laughs> having a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek nature. Yes, yeah. Borderlands is basically the Deadpool of video games. Yeah. 
And then the last story here, rotating back to Elden Ring, mm. is selling gangbusters. Not surprised. It's already from software's best-selling game ever. Wow. At over 12 million copies. Whoa. Now, I'm going to pull up this article. That's because, a lot. Uh, and this is from Ars Technica, Kyle Orland. Shout out. Uh, and in his article, there's a chart that shows the sales of all of the From Software games. I recommend anyone out there go look this up. Okay. And when you look at the trajectory of the sales, yeah. First of all, it's already passed within the first what three weeks that it's been out. Sure. Past every other game, the only game that was relatively close to it is Dark Souls Three, which sold ten million copies. How many? I'm gonna make you guess. How many days do you think it? Well. I mean, how many days do you think it's been since Dark Souls 3 came out, I guess? But how many days do you think it's been that it took for Dark Souls 3 to sell 10 million copies? Uh, Okay, hold on. Will you will you send me that chart and I'll put it in the video? Absolutely, so I'll see do it. that. I'm timestamping it right now. Okay. Um, How many days do I think it took Dark Souls 3 to sell 10 million? What year did it come out? 2016. I was going to guess 2016. I'm going to say it took it two and a half years to hit 10 million. So... About 900 days. Sure. It took it 1,500 days. Well, okay, so, And wow. its trajectory is very, so like... four years. Yeah. Um, it took it a while to hit that point. Uh, I'll find this and send it to you. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah. No, we no, can, no, do, we can do it after the show. Um, like, I mean, nothing else is even close. Like, Dark Souls 1, like, half of Dark Souls 3, that's, like, your next peak. So wow, okay. the, the fall off after Elden Ring is so steep and was so long in a trajectory for the sales of these games. Bloodborne, 2 million copies. Obviously, it's exclusive. Sure. So that caps it, but like... It's only so 2 million total? Yep. Whoa. That's crazy. Because like, I know with that game, it had a really long tail. Yeah. Like it came out and then the talk about, the hype about it. I mean, you and I both kind of came on board with Bloodborne. Yeah. I know a lot of people who did. Um, but really, two million surprising if this game has sold twelve million. Like yeah. you said, it's on everything. But Jesus, yeah, it's a ridiculous tra- trajectory. How did, how did Sekiro sell? Sekiro, sell. Uh, let's see, has sold about five million. Copies. Okay, that's that seems wow. about right. But for Elden, Elden Ring, Ring is killing to have it. already more than doubled a game like Sekiro in the first few weeks, and the cultural like you know, you know, what's the word? Osmosis. What's oh god. Now I'm looking for a word. Okay. Uh, zeitgeist. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it is the zeitgeist. The right zeitgeist now. that it's sort of created. Ghost it's of It's going to sell a lot more here in the next month or so, I have to imagine. Um, so, we're going to get more Elden Ring. Like, yes. whether that's in the form of DLC, sequels, whatever. This yes. game is a certified new Banger. thing for from software. Well, I think a good uh, sort of way to gauge that is often when people who aren't necessarily gamers in your life are talking about a video game that is a good way to gauge its sort of cultural impact uh and one of my bosses has asked me like three times now if i've played elden ring yet mm. so it's it's one it's one of those games it's it's really making a quite a quite a sizable impact also one random thing uh if you ever paid attention to any of the marketing for elden ring uh-huh most of the characters that were in the marketing are actually in the game and relevant which is kind of weird for me to think about with a FromSoft game like you don't usually think about the characters or like things you see as like fleshed out individuals. Yeah, or just you don't like, think okay, of I'm gonna walk into an arena and fight this person one time. Right. And even though some of these are, you're gonna walk into an arena and fight them. They have a lot more fleshed out lore and more interactions. than sure. Typically, other games. So I like to see that. Like, 
more of a fleshed out story than usual. Here's something I wonder. Okay. How much has George R. R. Martin's name added value to this franchise? I actually want to say not that much. I do too, but I mean, it's such a big jump. That's I, true. I think you could probably falsely attribute some of that to that. And I'm sure there are a few people who bought it because they love Game of Thrones. Yeah. But it's probably not a huge margin. Two, is FromSoft just a such a known quantity now? Have they finally gone out and said, you Every know... Every game we make is going to be good. Yeah, everything we make is good. We have a style. We are, you know, you know what you're going to get. Similar to like a rock star kind of where it's like, you know the type of game you're getting from Rockstar. You know the type of game you're getting from FromSoft. You know it's going to be quality. And anytime a game gets this much like game of the decade talk, yeah. it's going to sell great. And I wonder if the memes, like the pre-release memes, mm. didn't actually help it a little bit. In the sense that, like, the where is Elden Ring that was happening for, like, a year and a half, like, actually sure. probably built up some hype. And I think the, you know, immediate comparisons to games like Breath of the Wild yes, probably helped it a fair amount. Yeah, the fact that it's open world probably made it a little more accessible to Definitely. some people. And on that note, we rotate again, back, this time to our story about uh, PlayStation Spartacus. Yes. What we're going to do today <laughs> is have... The official Spartacus draft. Yes. And what's going to be funny is this is not going to age well in terms of titling because it's definitely not going to be called Spartacus. No. But all we know at this point is that it is codename Spartacus. Spartacus. Yeah. Um, what was the PS4 codename? Because it was funny. I don't remember. I think it started with an O. J. Simpson. <laughs> yep. Project OJ. <laughs> the Juice. Project Juice. Uh, so what we're going to do is have a draft where we are going to select our best possible lineup for PlayStation Spartacus subscription service. Orbis. <laughs> that was the code Orbis. name. Orbis. <laughs> I remember that. So with a U or an I? Oh. Oh, O-R-B-I-S. Yeah, not Sorry. In the middle, not the beginning. <laughs> Urbis. <laughs> so, the rules of this draft that we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, it's a snake style draft, which okay. the last time we did a draft on this show, it was snake style. But for those that are confused by the notion, yeah. snake style drafts are fairer because yes. if one of us started and then we just alternated, the person who leads off would have an inherent advantage. Would get the better pick of each round. So the way we're going to do it is whoever starts off is going to pick one game and then we're going to alternate two, 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 two. So the next person gets their next two choices than two choices. So it works out to be fairer. Right, so basically if you want to think of it in rounds, like if Jay starts, Jay gets the first pick in round one, I would get the second pick in round one, but I'd also get the first pick in round two. Yeah. So that's why it's fair. And the whoever picks first is also going to pick last. Yeah. So that also sort of speaks to its fairness. Right. A um, couple of other rules here. We're going to select 20 games. Yep. We're going to have a lineup of 20 games to lead off this subscription service. The rules for those games are as follows. <laughs> I love this. No game that is already on PS Plus Collection. Yeah. So none of those games that uh, I'm going to pull up the list here uh, before we get started. I'll actually pull that up and say, okay, these games are already going to be assumed to be on this service. Yes. And basically we're just adding to that list. Uh, the games that we choose must have either already released yeah. or be tentatively scheduled to be released this year in yes. 2022. We're not going beyond... Because Beyond. that's going to be really finicky, um, and there are certain games that might be scheduled for 2023 that might come not come out until 
2025. Right. You don't know. Yeah. But we're presuming at this point that most games that are scheduled for this year are going to come out this year. And the reason we're doing this is it's totally possible if PlayStation does a showcase of some sort, they could adopt the Xbox thing of like available on Spartacus day one. 100%. So that's why we're doing this. And there are a couple of games that they have due out this year that the hope is will yes. be available day one on yes. the service. Yeah. Um, now, only exclusion for that that I said was sports franchises are okay. Yeah. So, and that's just a sense of like, we don't know that NBA 2K23 is coming out, but it is. It is. We don't and know Madden that Madden is. is coming, but it is. Yeah. So, we, we're counting those games. Yeah. Um, And then the goal is just to sell the subscription better. It's not like my dream lineup or your right. dream lineup. Because we're going to steal from each other. Exactly. So, there we, poaches galore. Yeah. But our bet is to create, or our guess, what we're trying to do is to create the better lineup that would sell more subscriptions to this service. That reminds me, uh, complete non sequitur for a Go second. Go for it. We love it. You saying poaches galore, it sounded like a like an 80s sci-fi villain. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, no, it's poaches galore, or like a pirate villain or something. Uh, I just thought that'd be something that, like, a <laughs> Las Vegas breakfast buffet chef would say when they're making. Oh it's like Ed's Benedict Day. <laughs> You know, yeah. there's poaches galore. Uh, poaches galore sounds more like a stage dancer for some sort of cocktail bar. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Poaches galore. Uh, anyway, it reminds me. I'm not going to try to come up with something else. <laughs> I started to and I gave up. It reminds me of uh, some of the You're awesome. You're doing it. You're going after yourself. Some of the awesome names in Horizon. Oh. Some of the names, like somebody's name is like. I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's like Thrall Crustbreaker or something like that. And I'm like, what is this name? All the names are great. And some of the uh, the insults are great, too. Chuff Huffer was one of them. <laughs> and I was like, that's awesome. Anyway, can I have another beer? Yes. How are we deciding who goes first, Jay? Well, I believe the last time we did this, we just did good old-fashioned rock, paper, scissors. I'm cool And with then it. the winner gets to choose what they do. Oh, if they go first or second. Right. All right. So are we doing one or best out of three? You call it. Best out of three seems always the fairest. Okay. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Tie with scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right. You beat me I won with scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. You won with scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Scissors tie. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right. I win with rock. Uh. So you choose. Man. It's actually tough. It's tough because... Do you want one or two and three? And because the rationale is maybe you've got... And I already sort of told you this. I've got a couple games that like... If I only have one of them, it's almost useless. Oh, There's a couple of games where I'm trying to get like in A collection? Yeah. yeah. Now, if you I get one and then you poach me, then I'm screwed. But, you know, it happens. Huh. There's very few of mine that are like that. But there is some added value there. I'm going to give you one. All right, so be it. Well, then, at this moment, I'm on the clock. Yeah. <laughs> so, how could you not pick God of War first? Yeah. That's, that's what I'm going to That's what do. I had ranked number God one God of War well. Ragnarok is going to be my first choice. Um, it is the follow-up to an arguable game of the decade contender. Yes. Uh, my personal, like, top, like third-ranked game of all time. Uh, so yes, this is a personal choice for me. Sure, but this game is going to this game is going to sell consoles. Yes, it on is. its own, it absolutely is. And the idea that you could get it for de facto free 
uh, from a subscription service is going to sell subscriptions. If it can sell a PS5, yeah. it can sell a $10 a month-ish subscription. So God, of War, God of War Ragnarok is going to be for Spartacus, whatever it ends up being called, uh, what like Halo is for Game Pass. Yeah. Where so many people are like, I'll get Game Pass for three months and play Halo. That's cheaper than just buying Halo. Yeah. And I get to play all these games. Um, so I absolutely agree with you there. I think yeah. it's, I think it's, it's the inarguable number choice. one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with my second pick, I'm going to take Elden Ring. Fuck you. I think that is the <laughs> obvious second choice because PlayStation has a long history with FromSoft. Yeah. Bloodborne is already in the PlayStation Plus collection. Uh, this. Oh, let me pull that up just to refresh, but go ahead. Yes. Uh, there is a, a just obviously this game is selling like crazy. I do think that you have sold a lot of the copies of that game you're going to sell mm. right now. Obviously, those games have long tails, but that long tail, that sort of hype that people get from hearing Elden Ring will benefit your subscription service quite a bit. Yeah. All right. So games that are currently on mm. uh, the PS Plus collection, just so we're refreshed. Yeah. Batman Arkham Knight, Battlefield 1, There's Bloodborne. There is some weird ones. Call of Duty Black Ops 3 Zombies Chronicles. What? <laughs> I know. What? Crash Bandicoot, the Insane Trilogy. Yep. Days Gone. Detroit Become Human. Fallout 4. Final Fantasy 15. God of War 1. Yep. Infamous Second Son. The Last Guardian. The Last of Us Remastered. Monster Hunter World. Mortal Kombat X. Persona 5. Ratchet and Clank, the first one. Yep. Resident Evil 7, Uncharted 4, and Until Dawn. Those are the games that are off limits. We're assuming they're going to be there. Yeah, which is also a great just starting pack for a PS5 yeah. anyway. Which that's what we, what we were thinking when they announced that. I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, in, in relation, assuming that one of those games is in there uh, and will stay in there, my my third sele- or pick three, my second selection, is The Last of Us Part 2. Damn two. it! Uh, yeah. I think that T-Lau 2, again, one of the best games the last few years. Um, you know, people have debated a lot on how good it is, but I think the consensus is that it's at least really good. Uh, and again, I this is one of those... I try to think back to... A lot of times I will talk about PS5 games coming out or something on stream, and somebody will be like, oh yeah, I can't wait to get a PS5 to play that. Or even more often I hear, I didn't have a PS4... So I'm trying to get a PS5 to play catch up. Yeah. And I feel like if you're gonna play catch up, you gotta. One of the ones you have to play is Last of Us <clears throat> Two. So, man, that sucked because that was, and that's a game that, for all we know, is gonna have a long tail because you've got an HBO show coming out. Sure. A presumed multiplayer, maybe standalone follow up coming out. So, yeah. Which yeah. could be in this collection and would be smart to be, but I don't. For sure. We don't have a date on that, so we can't pick it. All right. So we're back to me. These are gonna hurt. Hmm. I don't know because there's a there's several directions that I want to go. Yes. Because I've got your slam dunk. I've got one slam dunk first party game. Okay. So it's like, do I want to go third party? Mm. Do I want to go other first party like standouts? Yep. Hmm. You know what? I, yeah, I, we got a lot of picks. Yeah. I'm gonna take another. Go ahead and take a slam dunk. Game that is almost assured to have a third is Horizon. Oh. I'm going to go ahead and take Horizon. Makes sense. Especially with the recency. There's still a lot of people who have not played Horizon who might buy it in the future. Yep. So, that just seems like an easy pick right now. First party slam dunk. Horizon Forbidden West. 
All right. I'm writing these down as I go. I'm creating my list. So now okay. I've got my third. Oh, I can strike through. Tabs. <clears throat> cool. Just eliminating the ones you pick. <laughs> hmm. And now this, because I had no, I had no game that had a correlation with Horizon Two, so that was a solo pick. Yeah. So now it's I got to think. Here's my okay. I got it. Here's my thought. This is a game that is exclusive. Okay. But also capitalizes on the current FromSoft fervor. Okay. And that is Demon Souls the mm. remake. I'm gonna go there because I don't think it's you know. Putting games like God of War and Horizon makes sense because they're first party. Sure. You expect there to be big first party games. But if they don't have Elden Ring, people aren't going to be up in arms because Elden Ring isn't on this service. Yeah. But to sort of capitalize on that cultural phenomenon of FromSoft. Sure. You liked Elden Ring? Well, you're going to love Demon's Souls. Demon Souls. Yeah. So that seems like a logical pick. Okay. My next pick. My third pick. Pick whatever number it is now. Six? Five? Yeah, I've, well, I've got three. Oh, you're talking overall or for yeah, you? Overall. I'm not going to try to keep track of that. <laughs> it's oh, six pick overall, but third game. Hmm. It's tricky. It is. I'm going to go with another game that I think, huh. While it may not be a system seller, because it is on another platform. I think a lot of people who own a PS5 would at least be curious to try this game out and could entice them to get the subscription. I'm taking Death Stranding. Oh. Because you have a lot of those people who love Kojima and really want to try this game out or, you know, you would try it I if it was fall free. I into this category. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. It's, it's a curious enough thing yeah. that I think it really bolsters your roster. It's Yeah, you're right, because it's good to, like... You know, if you're trying to hit a variety of and types of gamers. That's kind of my idea is like, I want to appeal to everybody at least a little bit. Yeah, that is a niche that is hard to fill except by Hideo Kojima. Yes. Now for my next pick. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like a magician. I know exactly where I'm going next, so I hope you don't go there. I'm going to... Hmm. I'm going to go for... Just trying to provide bang for buck, just incredible game, long playtime if you want it. I'm going to take Red Dead 2. I thought it, I, yeah, this is a good choice. Rockstar this and Sony have a relationship. They were going to make that agent game together and never did, but it seems like every time we get a Rockstar announcement, it's at a Sony thing now. Um, I, I think this game is old enough that, you know, because it's what? Three, four years years old old. now? Um, Yeah, 2018, right? Uh, Was it 18 or 19? Was it 19? No, it would have been 18 because I think. Anyway, whenever it came (laughs) out. It's a little bit older now. I think, again, it's another case of you've probably sold. Same year as God of War, 2018. That's right. Uh, God, what a year. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You've probably sold to most people who are going to buy it, um, but there's still an online component you could get from it. Like I said, tons of hours of gameplay. You could just tout spending hundreds of hours in Red Dead 2 and yeah, that being worth the subscription for sure, price. For sure. Um, pretty happy with, with Red Dead 2 there. All right. Now, me saying I know exactly where I'm going to go is this is... I'm, I'm going to say my pitch for what they should do here. Okay. I'm not going to do this full bore. Okay. But here's what they should do. All right. They should say, 
Destiny 2 The Witch Queen expansion. Damn it. Yeah. I have this. Uh, is going to be, you know, on our subscription service. And what they should say is if you buy our subscription service, henceforth, all Destiny 2 expansions will be included. Yeah, I have uh, it just listed as Destiny 2 expansions. Yeah, like, that's just a slam dunk and makes sense for their new partnership with Bungie. Yep. Um, but yep. even if it's just The Witch Queen as a way to get people back into Destiny 2, that's sure. going to reap a lot of rewards. Yeah. Uh, so that was one of mine that I had my eye on. It's uh, a good pick. So let me get rid of that here. And that's another one that I didn't have necessarily a tie to a second game for. So now sure. I can go any direction. Hmm. I think I got to go. <laughs> yeah. I think I got to go with Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Okay. Yeah, it was on uh, my list, obviously. Just sort of carve out that youth-friendly game niche. Yep. yep. You got to have a game like it, especially on a service like this. So, I mean, that game got pretty much universal praise and was, from my understanding, uncomplicated because it was more linear. Yeah. So it seemed very approachable. Uh, and obviously Ratchet and Clank 1 is on the Plus Collection, so sure. now to fold both of those games in there, I think it just makes sense. Another one, yeah, I loved the first Ratchet and Clank, could never find myself willing to spend $70 on it, because I'm like, that, that game is going to go on sale at some point. Still hasn't really gone on sale almost a year from its release date, so yeah. uh, they obviously see a lot of value in that game, but hopefully that value would be transferred into the subscription service. Mm -hmm. Alright, for my next pick... So I'm going to take a game that is surprisingly not in the Plus Collection, and I'm going to take the Nathan Drake Collection. Okay. Because Uncharted 4 is. Okay. And I don't see why you wouldn't just go ahead and say, play them all. Play yeah. all the Uncharted games. You, this movie just came out. There's new interest in the franchise. Um, you know, obviously, you can't play Lost Legacy with this collection yet unless you want to add it, but um, I could totally see that actually being one of their marketing rollout things. Also, and this is... It's, I was thinking about this earlier. Yeah. So, Uncharted 4 is in the Plus Collection. Yes. If you have Uncharted 4, you can get the Legacy of Thieves collection for 10 bucks. Sure. Oh, I see what you mean. So, can't you just get it for free from the collection yeah, and, and then, then upgrade possibly. for 10 bucks? Do that if yeah, you have it. It's, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I said, I mean, Uncharted, one of the landmark PlayStation series. Yeah. I would not be shocked if there's a commercial that's like... Play every Uncharted game on PlayStation Spartacus or whatever. Yeah, that would be really smart. Um, especially with the hype of the movie, which seems to have done pretty well. Oh, yeah, it did well. Maybe regrettably. Next up, see, there's a, here's here's the tricky thing. There are games that I want that I don't think you'll say. Sure. And then there so are games that I want them. that I think you'll say. So you got to get them. I know. All right, I'm going to do it. Give me Spider-Man Miles Morales. You bitch. This is, <laughs> this is sort of that... I mean, we know this game's old gangbusters. This was probably the leading, like, game for the holiday the PS5 first came out, especially for, like, your, you know, 8 to 15 market. Yeah. I think that's a really valuable market, uh, people who play Spider-Man and Fortnite. Um, <laughs> or kids who play Spider-Man and Fortnite. Excuse me, that was me, like, three years ago. <laughs> so, let's just calm down there, buddy. <clears throat> but, I mean, this makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, That IP... Has sold a lot already. Everybody's going to get hype on the ability to play Spider-Man game. Is the first one on the collection? No. It's not. Oh, interesting. Well, you can play Miles Morales. Yeah. And that was the one. I listed Miles Morales just because it was it was a PS5 launch game. Yeah. That was just, and it sold well. It continues to sell well. And 
it's an eyeball grabber, especially with the sequel inbound. So yes, was that your you both yours? Yeah, yeah, it those was. are both mine. Okay, so now I got two. Uh, to go. <laughs> There's a there is one pool like a subset of games that I haven't tapped into yet that I really want to, but I think I should save. Okay. Hmm. Okay. But because see now, and I was think yes, I was thinking about Miles Morales, but I'm sure. also thinking about Spider Man. Sure. One because yeah. it's not on the collection. No. Yeah, I got it. I have to. Because yeah, makes sense. With the imminent, you know, Spider-Man 2, the video game, right. not but, eligible for this because reported release date is just 2023. Yeah. Uh, so it is not going to be a part of this, but to have at least one, and it would not surprise me if both of these games were available on uh, the service, but at least sure. one is going to have a lot of marketing value leading up to the next one. Yeah. Uh, so I got to have one of them. So from there, here I have to go for the casuals. Oh, a little bit. Okay, I'm taking MLB the show. Yeah, I had it. Uh, I mean, obviously, the best. You know, it's the only major sports game that is first party, and now it's going to be available on Xbox for the next iteration. Yeah, but still. This is PlayStation's chance to be like, oh, you could pay for it on Xbox, but you'll get it for free here. But it's on Game Pass on Xbox. Oh, isn't it, it is on Game Pass. Yeah. All right. So you have so to have it. So you got to tie it. Yeah, you That's have true. to. That's true. You have it. to have it. So that was Spider Man and MLB The Show. Two very strong, very big name properties. All right. I'm going to go. Hmm. I'm going to go the other way. <laughs> you went to the casuals. You're going to the hardcore. I'm going to the hardcore. Right, fair enough. Give me Returnal. I have Returnal on my list. and it, it was not high up on my priority list. Sure. But it was on there. Because I think that's one of those games that kind of like Ratchet, uh, kind of like a couple other games I'm sure we'll say. Now, you and I both played it. It was your game of the year last year. It was my second favorite game of the year last year. Um, we bought it day one. But I think that's one of those games that had enough fervor but people maybe didn't buy mm. of just like, you know, I'll try it when it's on sale or yeah. I'll try it later. Um, especially with the multiplayer update that just came out. Uh, people may have a new interest in it now that they can play it with friends. I know a couple buddies or one buddy of mine who has struggled, like loves the FromSoft games is way better at those than I am. Can't beat the first boss in Returnal. Interesting. So, yeah. So he was like, I was like, do you want me to just come into your game and help you beat it? And he's like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, oh yeah. So, especially with the new co-op. Right. Stuff. Yeah. So that could be a really fun thing, especially, you know, anytime a multiplayer game goes on one of these services, it's smart because more people have access to it. There's going to be a, a larger player base uh, with my with my next pick, which I think is pick eight for me. One, yeah, two, three, four, be. five, six, seven. Um, hmm. What's he going to do, folks? What am I going to do? Lots of big hitters still on the board. Give me Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Again, I'm, I'm just, assuming you, the director's cut. Yeah, director's cut. Yeah, yeah the PS5 version. Um, again, if you want to tout the the hardware of PS5, I think a, a, a common complaint that I hear about PS5 a lot um, is that there just aren't a lot of PS5 games. And that's kind of true still. But there have been a, a few marquee games that have been up for yeah, PS5. And that, that one you could fool anyone into thinking it was native to PS5. Yeah, and wasn't it the last big PS4 game? One of them. It was it like was, that and Last of Us 2, yeah, right? Yeah, they were like back-to-back -back in the summer. Yeah, so 
Obviously, people maybe didn't have a chance to play that and got the PS5, but couldn't go back, or they could have gone back, but maybe they didn't. Maybe they wanted to play something else. I think it's a good opportunity to play a really, really good game. Honestly, if you had to make, if you put a gun to my head and said, tell me the first party game that you're willing to bet is going to be on this service, it's probably Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, makes a ton of sense. Like, it's a game that doesn't have the same cultural cachet as a God of War or, sure. or you know, certain other games, but it's just so rock solid good Yeah, and will sell the sequel because there's going to yes. be a sequel. Yeah. Uh, that's a just solid choice. Oh, Lord. All right. <laughs> So I've got seven games so far. This is fun. And I was just looking. So my MLB The Show is present. It's like the next MLB The Show. Sure. So like whatever. Like MLB The Show 2023. Yeah. Well, um, 22 just came out. Oh, okay. 2022 yeah, then. Because they so, release in the spring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I don't play them. So. No, I don't either, but I know it just came out not too long ago. So I have the most... So, well, actually, that bolsters my point, which is that only one of my games so far is a game that has not come out yet. Okay. So I'm wondering, I don't know if when do I any. go to the well of games that aren't even out yet? Yeah, I've not taken any games that aren't out yet. Hmm. These would all be day ones. Yeah. You know what? And this, this both counts for what I just said and doesn't count for what I just said. Okay. Because it is a forthcoming PS5 up-res of a game. Okay. And it's the GTA 5 up-res. Oh. So GTA 5 on PS5. It's a good shout. That's a really good shout. There is no game <laughs> that has more cultural cachet than Grand Theft Auto 5. And there's plenty of people like myself who are sort of waiting for... Yeah, I'm not going to drop a bunch of money to play that game again, but if I got it in something like this, I absolutely oh, download will. it in a heartbeat. Yeah. So like I think really that's a shout. slam dunk for marketing. Yeah, totally. And then, so now we've hit the, now, uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do this and I, cause here's what I, I have this. This is in my back pocket. Okay. And you know what? I'm stabbing myself in the back with this choice. And it goes hand in hand with my last choice because it's another game that's about to be up on PS5. Okay. The Witcher 3. Oh, wow. I had it. I did, I saw it and didn't, didn't The Witcher 3 on PS5 is coming. Is supposed to come out later this year. Um, later. Later. I meant to say late this year, but later this year. <laughs> yeah. Both, uh, both and are. they just announced that a new Witcher game it's is in development. development yeah. So that seems like another game that is just building hype for the next one. That's a really solid call. So that was my eight and nine. All right. I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to sort of spread the, spread the wealth around a little bit okay. and not just do hardcore gamer stuff now. Cause I've done that for a little, well, at least for this next pick. Uh, I think a game that could really pull in some people that you would be surprised by is Gran Turismo seven. So I'm going to yep, take that it was certainly on my list uh, because you got the show. I need some sort of sports game. Obviously I can do 2k. I can do Madden if I want, but uh, I think Gran Turismo seven is, is, one of those games, much like the fact that you and I both played Forza on Game Pass, yeah. I think I would not buy Gran Turismo 7, but if it's on a service, I might download it because yep. racing games are kind of fun. Yep. Um, my next pick... Do I save it? <laughs> That's the thing. Do you? I don't know if you do. You seem to be thinking about it. I am thinking about <clears throat> it. You know what? No, I'm going to lock down. I have Elden Ring is the highest Metacritic rated game on PS5 currently. Really? Okay. Yes. Cool. The second highest rated Metacritic game on PS5 is my next pick, which is Hades. 
I ha- it's yeah, on I Game Pass already. I think they're cool to take any like they have always uh, Supergiant has always been down with like being a plus game, being a Game Pass game. They they are like let's do it. Yeah. Um, Hades has been out long enough. I think you got a lot of people to buy it. Uh, and talk about something that just bolsters your roster in a way that a lot of these other games don't. I think Hades appeals to a different type of gamer maybe than like a Ghost of Tsushima or Red Dead 2. So. Yeah. Spread the wealth. All right. So my 10th and 11th games. Huh. Man. I think... <laughs> I, think to, I think to sell this subscription mm-hmm. service, you have to hit the casuals hard. Totally. So... I'm going to do that one more time. Okay. And I'll take Madden. Okay. Fair enough. It's on Game Pass. Yeah. So that's And I was thinking about that, too. I was like, there's your counter. And I was like, oh, you can get Madden for free on Xbox. Well, now you can get it for free on PlayStation. Yeah. Free. Quote, unquote. Like an all-inclusive resort. You still got to pay for it. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm not going to take 2K. I think the show and Madden is enough. Yeah. Um, especially when I also have GTA Five, <laughs> so yes, at the, as so. casual as casual gets for that, or as broadly appealing. I don't like to use the word casual as like derogatory. Sure, no, no, no. But you mean yeah, the yeah. The, the broader the most market commercial. who's not listening to this podcast. <laughs> Shout out to you. <laughs> so for my next game, let's just um, I'm gonna take. <laughs> I just thought of another game. You know, for this, I'm gonna take. Sekiro. Okay, I had it. Yeah, I was Sekiro. like, do I, do I do any more FromSoft? Uh, because that gives me Demon Souls and Sekiro. Yeah. You know, and the two Bloodborne's most recent. There. So that gives you the f- non-Dark Souls, the three most recent FromSoft games aside from Dark Souls 3. Yeah. So the non-Dark Souls games. Okay, I'm going to strike out Sekiro. Uh, hmm... Oh, I need to strike out Madden as well. I like how seriously we're taking this. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. Uh, and I've still got ones that I'm going to be mad if you take. <laughs> I'm going to take... We Talking about casuals. Oh, yeah. There is not a game more casual than Among Us. I started I'm to put putting Among Us on the service. Here's the only reason why I didn't like really want to include Among Us, because it's so damn cheap anyway. It's like five bucks. I know, but... but if it's so if it's one of the extra games you could get, yeah, it's you free might, five bucks. Might be a fun trophy game. So I'm gonna take Among Us, appeal to the children. You're gonna laugh at the next game I take, assuming that you don't take it first. And you well, you're not gonna laugh at the game. You're gonna laugh at my reasoning. Give me. I started that sentence and didn't know where I was going with uh-huh. it. Uh huh. It's just like. It's like six ellipses now. Now we're at eight. <laughs> Give me Resident Evil 8. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Another yeah. game that is just highly touted. A, another top, That's I think. That's true. I don't have, ooh, man, top take 10, a horror game. Uh, top 10 Metacritic game on PS5, I want to say. Um, it's definitely up there. And, uh, yeah, it has a, a diehard audience. Another game that I may not purchase, but would try given the chance. Um, and, yeah, I think it's a mm. solid pick. Okay. So, now we're on, let's see, we're starting on my 12th game. And I have to make sure that I'm setting this up right, because I know. 
Dang, hang on. I need to look something up like in like 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're good. I was oh. just going to say, this has become even more intense as the as it's gone on, I think. Yeah. Because at the start, it's like, oh, we have so many good games. And now it's like, oh, am I going to get this game? I don't know. Oh, wait. No, you screwed me. I did? I can't do that. Well, I could do what I'm about to do, but I would lose my fun reasoning for why I was going to do it. Kind of. <laughs> okay. Hmm. So do I still do it? <laughs> If you do, I want to know what your fun reasoning was and what I stole from you. Yeah. I still kind of want to do it because it still fits and it still would sort of diversify my lineup. Okay. Yeah, I've got enough big games that I can take a smaller one. Sure. And that smaller one is It Takes Two. Damn it! That was one of my <laughs> next picks! Fuck. Now, here's going to be the reason why. I should have taken it earlier. I wanted It Takes Two. The Last of Us Part Two and Sekiro, because that's the last three Game of the Year award winner games. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good, actually. That's you know? a good, yeah. Because that, that's a stupid little marketing thing. Oh, we've got yeah. the last three Game of the Year at the Game Award games. Damn it. But now I've just got 2019 and 2021. Because it's on Game Pass. It makes sense because that's one of those games that you need a partner for. So. That's a really good pick. That was then, literally going to be one of my next picks. Yeah. Good call. So from there. Good take. Now it's just wide open. Yeah, it like, is. I, this is already a sellable subscription service. So yes. now I'm just trying to find some interesting choices. And let's see, I've hit the you know a younger enough audience with It Takes Two and Rift Apart. So Sackboy, you got Sackboy. You can take Sackboy. I Sack don't Boy. want Sackboy. You can take Sackboy, man. I don't man. want it. It's right there. There's a game. If I'm going to go that kind of route, I know which game I'm going to take. But maybe two? I'm just not going to do it yet. <laughs> Pull the trigger on um, Knack 2? No. <laughs> uh, uh, more of a Knack 1 guy. You know what? Sackboy? <laughs> you know, Sackboy's fucked up. <laughs> and that's my choice. Those four letters. Sifu. <laughs> that, all right. That's a good call. That's a good one. I forgot about Sifu. There you go. That was for all you acronym fans out there. <laughs> Please, they're called the AF. AF, <laughs> AF. <laughs> so that's one that's like a well-reviewed recent game that a lot of people have not purchased. Yep, good call. So it's like, you know. It's a really good one. It's a game that a lot of people would play if they had the chance but don't want to drop 50 bucks on. They're taking Sackboy. Uh, <laughs> you take it, you coward. Nah, man, I'm good. Uh... <laughs> uh <laughs> you coward. <laughs> All right. There's two things that are fun to call people these days. Cowards and fools. Yes. I love calling somebody a fool. Butthead's pretty good, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. This game has fallen too far. Give me Hollow Knight. Ah, uh, I, yeah. I feel like that's just one of those games that's that... another Game Pass game. Yep. Yeah, bolsters, bolsters your roster. Different kind of audience than your normal thing. I mean, even someone like you, where that's not your normal game, you really dug Hollow Knight. Yeah, loved so, it. Uh, could could appeal to more people. All right, I'm gonna go outside the box a little bit. Give me Jackbox Party Pack Eight. Nice. I think that's another game that could just appeal to a little bit of a different yeah, market. That's true. Um, and you know how much we play Jackbox. I hadn't thought of that. That's a really good pick. We're not the only. Thank you. We're not the only group of friends that plays a lot of Jackbox, and you know, buying a. Oh, no. $25 game every year is a little can be a little daunting or every six months so would be down to get that for free 
I said I'd know where I'm going next, but now I'm like, I'm, I'm trigger shy. Sack <laughs> <Sack> boy? <laughs> it's going to get old something. It might be the most polar opposite of sack boy as it could get. Sack man. <laughs> <laughs> Metal man. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Look, I'm trying, trying to make people laugh, man. <laughs> I'm taking Final Fantasy VII Remake. Damn it, I had that on my list too. Uh, I assume you're doing the retrograde one, the one yeah, that's on PS5. Yeah. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII, <laughs> you know, for all the weebs. Yeah, good on you. For all the weebs. Final Fantasy VII Remake. That is a game that, like, that's especially a game that I'm never playing unless it's free. Sure, uh, yeah. Then, let me get rid of that here. I've hit almost every demographic of fandom. Yeah, we really have spread spread it out pretty well. So it's like you could either go left turns or right turns. <laughs> those those are two directions. <laughs> and there oh, I don't there's a game that is on here that is a very obvious well a somewhat obvious choice. Okay. I just don't know if I I'm not passionate about it. Okay. So I don't know if I should do it. All right. So instead <laughs> I'm going to do what I was about to do last Am I? You know what? Screw that. This is a weird one that I I thought of Uh and was like, in terms of literal genre of game, would diversify. I do not have a game like this on the list. Okay. Marvel's Midnight Suns. Oh, the the, the XCOM the game. The XCOM style. Maybe hmm. just because that trailer was rad as hell. <laughs> it was, and you're never going to play the game. And, and I will never play it unless it's on <laughs> unless here. Unless it's free. So maybe this is a little bit of wish fulfillment. That's a good one. I forgot. Marvel's Midnight Suns. completely Sons forgot that game was coming out. Gives me a good strategy game. So Okay. Right, that was make, my 15th choice. Kind of makes me want to just take uh, Civ Six, But um, instead... You want to get games that got game of the year? Give me Deathloop. Yeah. Uh, that was one of my ones I was debating on that it's, last round. It's unlikely, but not impossible because it is a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. I think we've both kind of shied away from like Bethesda games because the odds that Xbox is going to allow them to be on PlayStation service are probably pretty low, but sure. um, I think it's definitely possible. And then, man, I think it's time. I'm going to take 2K. I need a sports game. Uh, I think the NBA games are probably the most well-reviewed consistently of sports games. No, yeah. Well, the show is pretty well-reviewed Those usually, two. too. Um, but, I, I mean, 2K has a huge fan base. And could you imagine saying, hey, kid who just got this PS5 for Christmas who likes basketball, here's Miles Morales, here's Among Us, here's NBA 2K23. It's a pretty good start. Man. Man, oh, man. How many picks do we have left? I have five. One, two. So two two rounds and then one. So round I have four round. left. Yes. Okay. Huh. You know, the AAA scene is well represented on my list. Uh huh. And I could dip into the sack boys of less the A's. <laughs> okay, hold on. Well, this might be it. What? How many A's is sack boy? Double. You think? Because they're not... You think Little Big Planet was double A? No, Little Big Planet was triple A. So you think this was actually like a more... I, th- I don't know. I think so. I don't even so. know what to call it. I think it's probably a... Actually, yeah, I don't know. How do you define that? Money? Is it just money? Put into money, it? Money, 
But I mean, is like every first party game AAA? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Like Resogun wasn't AAA. No, that's true. But wait, well, they weren't. They weren't first they party. Weren't first then. party. It's that's Returnal AAA. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyway. So, you know what? Here's the here's the game <laughs> okay. that disproves what I just said, but maybe not because I don't remember who developed it. Kenna Bridge of Spirits. Oh yeah, forgot about that game. Yeah, me too. Didn't I'd play, play it if it was free. Me too. Yep. It's a solid argument. Don't remember who made it. If it was first party, mm, but it's definitely not AAA. Studio? No, it's not. I don't think they were first party. I think they were an outside studio because mm. I think this was their first game because they were an animation studio before this well, that makes sense I think that yeah I think that's what they did and this was their first video game All right, so I got one more here oh sorry I almost jumped again uh, <laughs> <laughs> macaroni <laughs> with, with the, the chicken, chicken strips. strips I thought I said tenders <laughs> That's why. That's why. That's why I balked on the word strip. I thought he said tenders. <laughs> um, balked a little bit there. I guess I should do this, even though I'm not passionate about it. Okay. Gotham Knights. Yep, it's on my list. Makes Gotham sense. Gotham Knights. Again, another game I'd play if it's free. I've got Spider Man. Now I got Conda Batman. <laughs> Batman adjacent. Yeah. If Suicide Squad was going to come out this year, it would have been much higher, oh, higher on both of our lists, I would For say. For sure. All right. Uh, you know what? I don't have a game for the weebs. Gotta weeb it up. So give me... Oh, Weeb it up! <laughs> weeb it up! I just picture like... Uh, weeb it up! Like, oh, oh, weeb it! <laughs> I pictured some like dad at like a Pop Warner football game. <laughs> Like, try to inspire his kid who loves anime. Last name Webster. Be oh, like, there you go. Here you go, Web. Whip it up. Whip it up. <laughs> go whip it up. Whip it up. Um, so, Persona 5 is already on the list. Right. I could take Persona 5 Royale. I do have it here. Good. I think that's kind of redundant. Okay. Give me Near Automata. Ah. I feel like that's a game for the weebs. That's a game that, like... And I would try it out if it was free. Me too. Because I still can't really tell you what it is. I know what it is, and I still can't tell you what it is. That game is like 15 different games. Yeah. And then... Give me... So I have three games left. I need to decide what those three games are. And then the order, I'm going to pick them in. Oh. Okay, I know what my last game I'm picking is. Unless I steal it. Unless you snatch it. I don't think you're gonna take it. Give me Hitman Three. Yeah, Hitman Three is definitely on my list. I don't think I have a shooter. No, oh. well, I have Red Dead Two. It's still and Last of Us Two. I have a lot of like shooter adjacent. Oh, I have Deathloop. Never mind. There you go. I do have a shooter, but as far as oh, and Returnal. I guess I have more shooters than I thought. But as far as like, I don't really have a stealth game, and Hitman is kind of its own franchise anyway. I think Hitman is another one of those franchises of like. You would definitely play it if it's free, if you oh, haven't. Yeah. Like, it has enough acclaim. You and I have sung the praise of that game almost nonstop since it came out. So, another just solid, solid addition. So, I feel like with my, at least with this round, you got to think about the sizzle reel. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like and, where your head's at. You know, I've gotten a lot of 
realistic looking games or like you know triple a big you know 3d <laughs> animation kind of games you sure i think in a sizzle reel you need something to break up the monotony yeah and i've got a few options where i could go here <laughs> but the one that speaks to me the most is probably Celeste. Mm. So I think that's where I'm going to go. Another uh, one of the top 10 Metacritic PS4 games of yeah. all time. So like, you know, I don't really have a platformer on my list. It's on my list too. So that that's one game that like, you play that, you don't need to play many other platformers. Yeah. It's that damn good. It scratches the itch. And then... The game's also deep as fuck. Yeah. There's another game on here that I think is pretty much a slam a slam dunk okay. kinda but it's another one that I'm not very passionate about okay but I think I'm gonna do it anyway Lego Star Wars the Skywalker Saga oh wow okay because that's gonna be a not on my list in terms of depth and like playtime probably gonna be a surprisingly huge game yeah good point um, and another game that appeals to a younger audience and a lot of older like people who played the Lego games growing up like this might be the biggest Lego game ever. Sure. So, got to go with it. Lego, I'm going to abbreviate you got, this. You got S-W-T, the S, Skywalker, the S-W-T-S-S. <laughs> the AFs are going to love that. They are. Uh, All right. You got your got last, my last round of picks. two, and then I get one more. You get to hit, you get to send the hammer home, Daryl Isaacs. Uh, All right. A, f- a type of game that neither of us have even touched. Oh. Give me Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. I thought about a fighting game. I thought about either that or Guilty Gear. I don't know if Guilty Gear is on PlayStation. That's kind of the... Maybe it is. Um, and would be a good shout. But Mortal Kombat 10 is on the Plus Collection. Makes sense that they would have 11. And another one of those games, I would play it if it was free. Not yeah. going to buy buy it at this point, but I'd, I'd, pay it, I'd play it if it was free. And the last one... There are other games of possibly higher quality I could take, but I have been proselytizing that dreams should come to PlayStation Plus for years now. This is you're right. Give me dreams as my last game. You're right. That is the only way that game works. If people can play it for quote unquote free, you're going to see a boom of players. You're going to see a boom, boom of, of people creators. developing stuff for it. <clears throat> um, I think that's what that game needs, and. Media Molecule is obviously still supporting it. They do those MP awards like every year or six months or whatever. Like they still obviously have enough of a community to keep going. And like they haven't been closed yet. Thank goodness. Um, Cause I love Media Molecule and I was terrified that depending on the performance of this game, that would happen. Um, so I think this would be a huge boost to that game and it's really cool. I just think more people need to experience it. Yeah. You're dead on. That's a good pick. I hadn't even thought about dreams. Thanks. Um, I'm done. But now maybe it speaks to the fact that I haven't thought about dreams and it might not should be on my list. <laughs> yeah, most people haven't. <laughs> I just, I love Medium Molecule, man. So here's, a, here, okay, so now, you know, the gloves are off. Your list is done. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what, among the lists that I made, I'm going to tell you my contenders. Okay. And which one, that I'm, then I'll choose among them. Sure. Because uh, I've got a few more, more like indie style games. I've got Disco Elysium on here. Yep, that's on my list as well. Another rock solid indie game. Uh-huh. The Witness. Yep. Another one, but... Great game. I sort of have a lingering resentment towards The Witness. Why? Just because it's like, oh, you're hard. Uh, <laughs> you're hard. <laughs> I platinum that game. Uh, and I also... and Well, it's I'll circle game. back to the last one. I have Dark Souls Remastered. 
Oh, interesting. So then I would have like I would have a toe dipped in Dark Souls. Yeah. Toe dipped. I've got Sekiro. You'd have Bloodborne. Yeah. If I had, I would be okay with having everything except Dark Souls Two. Yeah. But I don't think I'm going to do that because I think Sekiro and uh, Demon Souls are more than enough in that regard in terms of from like Souls likes. Sure. The other game that I put on here. And then I'm tempted to take because it sort of shows. And I, yeah, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to take it. Shows like a long-term commitment to sort of exclusive indie games. Okay. Sort of like Xbox Arcade was sort of a reputational thing for a while. Like yeah, we support totally. indie games. Goodbye Volcano High. What is this? You don't remember this? No. This was. Uh, I want to say it was at the PS5 reveal. Wait, is this the Oxenfree style game? I think so. It's like, it's like side scrolling, and it's. Oh, it's like the furries. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, It's more like a visual novel But it style. looks like, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember this game, yeah. Sorry, not the furries, so it but had it's like, that art yeah. style. No, it's like anthropomorphic yeah, characters. Like, yeah, yeah, I remember this. Good pick. I forgot and about it was just weirdly high profile at an event like that. Yeah, and it looked um, cool. The art style was cool. Not my kind of game, but I like see it and I'm like, this is, again, for the sizzle reel, it doesn't get much, you know, more diversified than including Various. a game like this. Yeah. I like uh, that pick a lot. And it just sort of... Wow, hold on. I just did a Freudian slip on writing this down that I can't even talk about because it would be an Elden Ring spoiler. Ah, damn it. I was going to say, <laughs> so, can you show me? Um, Screenshot it. It would be a very... Okay, I And then I'll, I'll... You can show me like two months from now. <laughs> That's really <laughs> funny that I did that. Anyway, uh, yeah. Narrative game, minimal gameplay, accessible, different, artsy... Good to diversify. So yeah. I think it's a solid choice. I like their logo, too. Um, do you want to hear the other games I had on my list? Yeah, I am curious. What else you had? Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah, but I but, was like, nah. Nah. Saints Row. Thought about it. Not sure that game. Honestly, my guess is that game might not even be good. Yeah, it could be totally just whatever. Uh, Forspoken, same kind of hesitation. Yep. Persona 5 Royal mentioned it. Uh, Nino Kuni 1 and 2. Could those have a PlayStation reputation? I could see those being on there, but I didn't want to use two picks on it. Uh, Moonlighter, just because I love that game. Uh, Stanley Parable Deluxe Edition, just coming out later this year. Cuphead. Uh, oh, yeah. Sackboy, as a joke. Sure. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. And uh, Control were my, yeah. other, were my other lists. Do you games. want to one time go back through quickly yes, your please. list? Go, go ahead. You, I'll you, go, first. You go first. So my Spartacus lineup from yeah. this draft would be God of War Ragnarok. Horizon Forbidden West, Demon Souls, The Witch Queen, the Destiny expansion, uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Spider-Man PS4. Mm-hmm. I'm presuming the remastered version there. Sure. Uh, MLB The Show, GTA 5, the PS5 re-release, The Witcher 3, the PS5 re-release, Madden, Sekiro, It Takes Two, Sifu, Such a good pick. Final Fantasy 7 Remake, uh, the PS5 re-release, <laughs> Marvel's Midnight Suns, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, Gotham Knights, Celeste, Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, and Goodbye Volcano High. It's a good variety of stuff, man. I'd pay for that. Yeah, I would too, in a heartbeat. Uh, And here's my list, not in the order I picked them, but the order that I listed them, because I just made them checkboxes. Elden Ring, Last of Us Part 2, Red Dead 2, Death Stranding, Deathloop, Got all the Deaths game covered. I almost put Death's Door on here, too. Uh, Nathan Drake Collection, Hollow Knight, Gran Turismo 7, Dreams, Spider-Man Miles Morales, 
Nier Automata, Resident Evil 8, Jackbox 8, Hades, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, Returnal, NBA 2K23, Mortal Kombat 11, Hitman 3, Among Us. I'd pay a little less for that. (laughs) Maybe I'm biased. We'll let uh, let people pick. Uh, Tell us in the comments which one you like more. Here's my regrettable prediction is that uh, the actual lineup itself will not be as good as either one you just heard. (laughs) No, Uh, No, there's no way. A men can dream. Yeah. (laughs) Me me thinks, me breathe, me last, me fears. (laughs) What did you just say? Where did that come from? It's a from? Grand Budapest quote. Oh, okay. I just, a men can dream made me think of that poet, poetic. <laughs> me thinks, me breathed, me last, me fears. So is the Grand Budapest Hotel your recommendation? <laughs> Budapest? <laughs> uh, oh, God, you're right. I have to have a recommendation. And right. we've both basically just been playing one game for the last, like, couple <laughs> yeah, weeks, so. That's true. Uh... Yeah, I'm gonna recommend Horizon. I haven't done it yet. It's it's, it's and I haven't either. So it's, it's one good. of us has to. Yeah, it's good enough that I'm I'm really enjoying it. I know Elden Ring has all the fervor right now, but when you get a chance, play it. If especially if you have PS5, it looks amazing. Probably the best looking game on PS5 now. Uh, at least it's up there. I almost wonder now that I you know think about it. I almost wonder if they won't just sacrifice Horizon as the marquee game for this just because they know it just got cannibalized. Mm. So it's like, I know you haven't bought it yet. You've been playing Elden Ring, but yeah, you can get you can it get as part this, of this subscription Yeah, that's service. not a bad that's not That a might bad be a call. good logical leap. Yeah. But yeah. Play, play Horizon. It's great. Uh, my recommendation is Elden Ring TikTok. <laughs> uh, okay. Now, for a couple of reasons. Because I just showed you one that was kind of funny. Yeah surprisingly good place to get ideas for builds for your character. Mm, yeah. I've seen tons of like, Hey, do you, or like guides to certain weapon locations guides to like, Oh, you want to circumvent this area? Here's a little shortcut. Yeah. That's cool. Guides to, you want to build your character to look like Darth Maul? Here's how you could do it. So yeah. there's surprisingly a variety of good ideas for how to play the game on TikTok. So mm. really good place to go for a source of information there. Cool. Yeah. This is one of my favorite episodes we ever. That done. was really fun. It was super fun, and hopefully, the wind is just taken out of our sails by the announcement of this <laughs> uh, subscription. But I'm gonna try to get this up early this week. That way, we're just, ahead just of in it. case we get out ahead of it. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever that, we'll certainly be talking about that very soon. Yes. Hopefully, we're bringing back only good news. But until then, we're tapping out.